DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. going on draft heads we're back welcome back to the key pass collective the kpc i'm your host joe williams it is an all-american episode today we'll welcome in ryan here in just a second uh and our thoughts are with our good friend toddy who has lost his voice almost completely um insert bad joke about his wife appreciating it (laughs) anyway um get well soon brother but it is an all-american show today um of course, this is the, the Draft Society's uh, podcast. We are the companion to the Draft Society, shall I say, um, which has ranked stats, articles, everything that you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Uh, we are what we like to think, at least, um, trying to lead the charge on analysis of this draft game. And we try to make everything that we possibly can available to you at your fingertips on the Draft Society so that you can dominate your leagues hopefully win some money. And um, if you've been using the Draft Society and and your league is not a paid league, um, go ahead and just sort of drop a hint to your league next year. Hey, let's put some money on this thing, don't you think? And then you just use all the tools that we got for you and you really just just fleece them. Just take them for all they're worth. Um, (laughs) Anyway, if you want an extra edge, uh, there are some insider benefits too uh, for the inner circle. $5 American per month, um, or as of next season, if you want to just get the annual plan right away, you'll be covered for the year, and uh, we'll get you with things like projections, weekly rest of season rankings, fixture difficulty trackers, set piece taker tracker, trade advice, ghost point trackers, as well as an article from Ryan, so it's it's all there. Check it out, draftsociety.com. All right, let's get right into it let's welcome in ryan again ryan all american episode here how are things going in your neck of this american woods uh good man just a lot of freedom you know um, <laughs> so much of just it enjoying all the freedom um no things are good it's uh balmy like 80 degrees i guess mid 20s if you're into the celsius thing yeah um, yeah most yeah. most are, probably uh, are who listen to us <laughs> yeah civilized world um yeah, out here on the patio, recording the pod. So, uh, other than everything related to fan tracks, things are things are okay. I love that you're outside right now. You're gonna have to um, you're gonna have to post a pic uh, under the the episode, just of of your setup. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's a good one. I was somewhat worried about the potentially the um, the connection going soft out here. Since I'm a little away from the router, but so far so good. Oh yeah, you sound dulcet good to go excellent maybe it says yeah this wind and the the birds and everything else man adds to my mystique it's ambiance yeah it's like lo-fi uh beats out there it's crazy (laughs) yeah it's white noise (laughs) all right (laughs) so today on the show we've got uh your brainchild of course your baby true or false we're going to start out with that we've got uh preparations for game week 33 
And then a quick little segment just to end things off called What's Worked, where we're going to talk um, about a new strategy that we've employed this year that um, we're, we're thinking we're going to continue to employ going forward. So what's worked? Something that you've tried out this year that uh, has actually paid off, let's say. Um, so let's, let's jump right into it. We've got true or false. Give me one second here. All right. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got the man Schwarzenegger queued up, ready to roll. Tell me the truth. You owe me that much. Inject it. Did you also watch that movie so many times when you were younger? Yes. Um, <laughs> classic. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, one of the good ones. One of the good ones. Yeah. There was. Yeah. He was quite prolific. <laughs> um, I also watched a ton of Jackie Chan movies. I don't know if you were ever You're in the, on your own on that one. Okay. Yeah, I watched right, well. the first Rush Hour and that, that was good enough right. for me. Well, now he's like a big, uh, like hyper Chinese nationalist. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's got some interesting, uh, interesting views. Right. Twitter. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Listeners, if you, uh, if you were a Jackie Chan head as well, get at me. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, all right. True or false. Here we go. So Ryan, Timo Werner's time has truly come. <laughs> he will now get a majority of starts and be fantasy relevant rest of season. I mean, it's got to be false. Uh, every other metric and um, piece of evidence points <laughs> points the other way. Um, I mean, I, you, you got to give it up to him. Played well um, in Champions League yep. last night, as well as, of course, um, in the Premier League game against Southampton. But then, then again, so did everybody else. Um, but you don't see me trying to go pick up Loftus cheek even though i did shout him out in the ghost point tracker so maybe that's not a good example but um <laughs> almost all of the chelsea assets uh performed against a poor southampton so i would trade out on a relative <laughs> on the only high that i think uh you'll find i'd be interested in seeing a bit more from him and then you know streaming him accordingly but i just don't have that much faith uh, in him and, and rightly so he's given us very little uh, to go on the past uh, two seasons so I'm going to say false there yeah I mean no he's been he's been miserable in terms of even just points per game but also just um, I mean and Chelsea fans will know this better than anybody just 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 missing opportunity after opportunity um, you know his attacking returns have been non-existent um, I, I gotta say I mean he do, he looks invigorated <laughs> he really does i i don't know um I, okay i'm not gonna say this is true but if you are somebody who rosters him you said potentially trade him out on a high like who would you be able to bring in i have no idea what yeah. the market is for <laughs> timo Werner. um i think it might be a niche market i think you probably have to um target some chelsea head who I guess has a um, renewed confidence in him, yeah, um, and wants to ride it out for the rest of the season, roll the dice. But I mean, let's let's take a look at the underlying numbers. He got thirty five points, obviously monster score, uh, mm-hmm. game game week winning score, unless you're me. 
two goals and an assist to get there. Um, otherwise, four shots on target, one key pass. Not terrible, but strip away the the attacking returns mm-hmm. and you're left with, with very little. What, five? Which, Something like yeah, five points, give right? Or, give or take. Yeah. Um, which is what we've seen from him throughout the throughout the season. His previous start against against Brentford, when you take away the attacking returns, and it's four points. Mm. So yeah. I mean, unless Chelsea boss it and he finishes his dinner, um, he's going to be a very middling, um, mediocre asset. So again, it comes back to I think. He got you the 35. If you streamed him, you you know won your game of Russian roulette. Now it's time to to cash in. Um, I'd I'd take anything. I mean, Liam okay. Cooper. I have a couple options. Um, I have a couple options for you. Okay. Uh, would you take currently in a double game week or about to be in a double game week, Vout Veghorst? Man, I have my own issues with him. But. <laughs> But yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you think you could get Lacazette? I don't know if I I don't know if I would at this point. I have a very very I don't want to say good feeling cuz I don't I'm not necessarily um in favor of it or opposed to it. I do think there needs to be a shakeup, but I have a strong suspicion that uh, Lacazette's going to be benched against um Southampton on Saturday. So, I don't, th- I don't think I would make that trade. Okay. Hmm. I mean, aside from that, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know, like what what you can expect um, if you're gonna quote unquote trade him out on a high. Like, oh man. Um, I mean, some sort of serviceable. Um, defender or like um dewsbury hall potentially oh i do that uh, in although, a second yeah although that's going to be tough uh, if he if he didn't have that monster game um this past weekend i think if all the conditions are right you might be able to to get him um for somebody that doesn't look at the schedule mm. um yeah i mean i would i'd maybe go for like a a depressed asset like a a buendia or a netto um who blank this week and have been rubbish uh, or having a knock that I think will uh, will gain steam at the end of the season. Hmm. Um, so somebody like that yeah. you might be able to to get given the fact that they're in um, very um, contrasting situations coming out of this this game week. But yeah, it's it's an easy drop for me too. So. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, I like that shout though. Somebody not playing this week, but you know, might be a hold uh, going definitely. forward. So you said not fantasy relevant, but what do you think about him getting the majority of the starts? I do think that's true. Um, it's it's interesting because if since he's actually starting to be a little bit more successful, that doesn't bode very well for him getting the starts since he'll be well i guess now that they're out of champions league and there's only the fa cup left um so yeah i guess never mind yeah i guess i would um probably agree with that they'll they'll want to keep the momentum with him going um yeah i think he will yeah okay 
All right. So moving from uh, one forward with uh, a spotty record to another this year, uh, Gabriel Jesus. So here's your true or false. Gabriel Jesus has earned more starts and is worth rostering rest of season. Um, I don't know about earned more starts. I mean, he did well in his rare start. Um, Very just, rare. Just as easily go back to the to the mud um i think he's worth rostering if you have say like a Mahrez um or another um player that again reputation is still very real um so it it makes sense to have one of him uh if you have a a Mahrez or a sterling and one of the one of the forwards um but otherwise i just he's i don't think he's worth the the headache hmm Man, the last time you played more than 60 minutes was January 1st, New Year's Day. Exactly. Against Arsenal. Imagine. imagine 5.5. Imagine holding him that whole time. Right. And, I mean, before that, he played against Brentford as well. Um, Went 90 and got you 7. And that's not what you're hoping for. Yeah. So even despite sometimes playing 90, he's still not getting you the returns that, you, that you're really hoping for. He's, he's really like a flat-track bully. Like, I mean, aside from this last week. So he scored 5.5 against Wolves playing 90 and 16.5 against Newcastle. He was very high on my do-not-draft list. Mm. There you go. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go back to that tome. <laughs> Yeah, that is interesting. We should we should go back to our our do not draft list and see how those uh, panned out. I'm going to do that while you segue into the next uh, <laughs> true or false. Do it, do it. I don't even know. Uh, was that wait, wait? Was that an article that we wrote? It's in the draft kit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that just tells you the summer was a blur, um, and not for any like fun partying reasons, but because <laughs> the draft kit was so insane getting that ready yeah, and very I mean, labor intensive. Yeah. We were all writing every single day. Um, and, and for a couple hours a day, I'm sure most of us, uh, just to get that thing ready. So yeah, that was, that was intense. Um, well, yeah. I just remember I, he, he just has evokes a, a very visceral, um, reaction from me. Yeah. Um, so I do remember him being on my on my list. And, I have uh, a funny yeah, feeling that Zaha might have been on mine. And I, <laughs> I draft, think no, I no, no. I think he anyway. was. I think he was um, on chap. Okay. Okay. I think he was a chapper. Where do we have the draft? <laughs> that's that's a huge question. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll go ahead and introduce the next one, and then you can yeah, yeah. you can root around for that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. Do so Got your it. next your next true or false? Set and forget Liam Cooper. Yes, true. This is controversial, um, though. Have you looked at the schedule? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think it's it's that controversial. I mean, if I in a given week, if I have um, better better options, then yeah, obviously, you, if you can avoid um, starting him against a against the city or um, a team of that ilk, then sure. But I don't really feel that nervous about um starting him versus anybody given the fact that the ghost point floor which we've talked about um ad nauseum all season uh is there and two they've actually shorted up at the back um a lot more than than under bielsa um so those conceding four um games are are um 
I don't want to say long gone, but um, it, it it seems like they're uh, they're not um, as crazy uh, open as they used to be. So yeah, those two factors um, lead me to believe that he's he's set and forget. Yeah, City Arsenal, Chelsea, and I mean all three of those, even City. You know, recently have be been, active. Yeah, have been struggling to put put the ball in the back of the net. You know, City have had quite a few matches where it's it's one nil or um, they've only won by by one goal, and it's they're not really. I mean, it's just they can't say they've been in the mud. That's certainly not the case, but they they haven't really looked themselves um, a lot recently, and so I I don't know. I do think they're. I bet you they put three past them though in that match. I really think so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we say all this, but then yeah, might. All right, here's here's the Juno draft list. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You ready for this? Yeah, hit me. Um, yeah, mine was uh, Gabriel Jesus. Nice. Um, yeah, I said the lack of starts and ghost point productivity combined with the extra roster spot you'd have to expend to effectively roster him make Gabriel Jesus an endless headache for fantasy managers. Mm-hmm. For me, he does not justify an early round draft pick. Oh God, it's it's like poetry. It's so yeah, good. It me, it's me so chills. good. Once it hits the yeah. lips. Yeah. <laughs> um, Genie, can you guess Genie's? Oh, it's got to be somebody. Um, uh, like it. Wait, it wouldn't have been Rafinha yet. He he didn't have his his vendetta yet <laughs> at that point in time. Yeah. Somebody from Burnley. Dwight McNeil. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> McNeil, yep. quote unquote, should be someone else's problem come draft day. <laughs> I mean, and he, I guess he wasn't wrong. Yeah. I well, mean, fully at wrong. Some, at some points in the season, you would think that he was, but um, yeah, of late, he's been very underwhelming. Yeah. On the bench. So, yeah. Okay. I have it pulled up now, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Toddy's is interesting. Harry Kane. <laughs> Not great. Not great. I, I get the sentiment behind it, mm-hmm. but yeah. It was just one of those Kane seasons. Yeah. Could have easily been one of those where he gets injured in, in December and you never hear from him again. Exactly. exactly. Plus, it started out very poorly. Very, very poorly. Well, I mean, and he was in his feelings. So, yeah. hard to blame somebody for thinking that he, he was going to let that affect his, his play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind yours either. So, chaps were Zaha. Yep. So, that's... And, and they were right for the majority of the season until very recently. Zaha's been killing it honestly mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i've been outspoken about vardy for a long time and so he was obviously going to be on that list and um yeah i mean the just the age it just catches up to you the injuries i yeah but also i mean and i mentioned this in in this article it, it's like despite that he will have a massive game and then he'll have several in a row where he just scores next to nothing Yep. Yeah, that's just the nature of the beast. Um, oh, draft your thoughts, Tiago. That's that's actually a really good shout because he's been injured for so much of the season. Yeah, we had that conversation preseason. He's just glass. Um, yeah, but I mean, he's shown the last couple of weeks when he's healthy that that he can score well, which is yeah why some of us um so high on him just given that the end of the last season he also was healthy and was was balling out so yeah it's just one of those things where you just can't stay fit damn aside from toddy these are all 
Very Spot on, right? good. Murph said Marcus Rashford. FF Chaps had a second with Timo Werner, and you said any player nursing a long-term injury, which has also proven so yep. true. Oh, that's yep. awesome. That's okay. That was good. I like it. I like it. We don't right. often to- try to toot our own horn, but that's that's good work. <laughs> yeah, it brings back uh, brings back memories. I like it. I like yeah, it. Now we got to start thinking about the next one. But <laughs> yeah, let's finish this season first. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't it over for some of us already? <laughs> Yeah, regrettably, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, Liam Cooper, set and forget. I mean, I he's in my squad, and I think I'm probably going to, so uh, there's my answer. Okay, this one I, I just had a little fun with, Ryan, so bear, bear with me here for yeah, a second. Yeah, a lot of wordplay here. <laughs> okay, Christian Romero will have more points or outscore Cristiano Ronaldo rest of season, who will have more points than Christian Pulisic. So basically, you've got your one, two, th- ranked one, two, three. How do you feel mm-hmm. about that order? Um, I think that's right. I just think Romero's going to be nailed on. Um, they have some kind fixtures. Um, I'm not, I'm not technically sold on um, him being a defender one or defender two. I just I don't see enough uh, consistent ghosting from him, and I think. Um, I think Tottenham were very, very fortunate to keep yes. a clean sheet against Aston Villa, and um, I just I don't think that they're as um, steady at the back as as that result showed. Um, so I think they're going to have issues regardless of the the kind schedule. Um, so I don't think he's going to be scoring all that well, but I think he'll play enough games um, to outscore uh cristiano uh who when he's not assaulting uh teenager boys <laughs> he's <laughs> not scoring all that well either i think right. he might have one or two monster games i mean he has got norwich this this weekend so we'll see but um everton wasn't wasn't too kind to them either right. so who knows um and then yeah pulley's pulley's gonna be rotated and or just not uh not in form so, so I, think I mean, he's probably right. Yeah, he pl- he played yesterday near the end of the match. Um, so he's he's back from injury, which, uh, you know, has rare for him recently. But even despite that, I think he's pretty out of favor at the moment. I, I don't see I don't see a way back into like consistent starts for him at this point. Yeah, I mean, other than nothing really to play for in the prim and just wanting to i guess get the best out of him or experiment but yeah i i tend to agree with you there do you think he could leave i think so um That'd be cool i don't know how many <laughs> <laughs> yeah. become likable again all right <laughs> yeah. um yeah i think that's a that's a certainly a possibility i don't know how many more years he has left on his contract i should have asked him that when um when we were having lunch with beebs but yeah yeah you really should have um yeah, I just didn't want to talk business, you know. At the that's table. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could I could certainly see that. Um, I'd love to see him just like I don't know, ball out at at a, a mid table club, um, be like the somewhat star somewhere. Yes. Um, as opposed to a rotation piece in this uh, Chelsea squad. So. Oh, could yeah. you see him on like Graham Potter's Brighton? Like, yeah. oh, he would be great with yeah. that speed and pressing. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd love to see him, obviously, at Wolves. But, um, yeah, 
Yeah, some a, cl- a club like that that's not like or West Ham, um, that's just like knocking on the door, but not um, not up there where you where you'd be a rotation piece. But I mean, he's he's played at Dortmund and now Chelsea and has a, a African Champions League final under his belt. I mean, I I don't know how much um, desire he has to to take a step down. But yeah, I, think I don't it would think be so. Good for his career and ultimately for the. U.S. men's national team, but if he can't stay fit, he's not going anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk um, the final one here. Did you add this one? I did. Yes. Okay. I've been thinking about it a lot okay. lately. Okay. Hit us with it. Um, true or false? The hype around Leicester assets is overblown, and, and the hype you- is surrounding the extra fixtures yeah. um, and the double game weeks that they, they have rest of season um, more so than, than any other team. I believe this only just finally hit me this week when I was trying to prepare for <laughs> this double game week and yeah, you and everybody else. Yeah. And had been comparing rosters, you know, for them in Europe and comparing rosters in the premier league. And then also looking at the level of rotation recently, different players like Lookman coming on and, it, it really got pretty frustrating pretty quickly to try to figure out or predict what was going to happen, how they're going to set up. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it's not, it's not straightforward because they have, they, uh, they have nothing to play for in the prim. And then they have this Europa conference league, which I don't think is anything to play for either, but Braj seems to uh, vehemently disagree. So they've, put all their eggs in in that basket and so that's why you saw the full-scale rotation over the weekend in which even the the center backs were were fully swapped out with a marty and soyuncu coming in for evans and fofana i'm I'm really surprised safe i'm super surprised to see soyuncu not be one of the starters yeah, it seems a bit harsh because, like, with all of their injuries, he was just kind of the the anchor um, while everyone was out, and he had some decent displays. But God, they also had some really bad games um, mid-season where they're conceding goals left and right. And I do think that Fofana and Evans ultimately are the best pairing there. But yeah, it does seem kind of harsh when he was uh, holding down the fort with everybody else out, and now everybody's back and he's on the bench. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I guess we can just sort of roll this right into our game week 33 prep um, because I think the first thing I kind of asked you to think about in the doc is teams that you're going to be targeting. And I think a lot of people would think, oh, Lester is going to be one of the one of the main ones. Um, yeah. There's just so many question marks. And so, I mean, sticking with that back line, um, what what is your prediction for that first game? And do you think it's going to be completely different the second one? I I tend to think um, that if one of my better Leicester assets, if they go the first, I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll with it. Yeah. And obviously, if they don't, then I'm then I'm not. And the lineup for the Conference League match on on Thursday is gonna be gonna be a, a decent guide, I think. Um, so. God, it's really it's really up in the air. But um yeah, I'm thinking in terms of defensive assets, so I've kind of been sneakily um acquiring Castagna and one of 
Evans or uh, or Fofana. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was quite a quite a revelation when neither started over the weekend. <laughs> right. Um, exactly. Uh, but it it allowed me to um, you know go with my my manly handly and that worked out in that case but not for the larger game week but um <laughs> yeah i think that that thursday lineup is going to be somewhat revealing um and i genuinely hope they lose so it will kill the rotation um <laughs> rest of season uh so they have nothing to play for but they'd still start their their best 11 um if they weren't in the conference league anymore and didn't have a a, a real reason to rotate so i really hope they lose on thursday um so yeah i feel like we'll even see, but i i feel like even leicester city fans would <laughs> probably wouldn't mind that <laughs> just yeah like, uh, the, so the i never looked into it so the winner just gets to be in the europa league next i don't season? honestly know i think prize? so i think so yeah what a what a prize but i i could be completely mistaken too i i'm really not I, sure i don't see other i don't see what else they could offer i mean because obviously the winner of europa um can offer champions league but conference league <laughs> the losers bracket can't offer that so the only possible uh, prize could be could be europa so. right but yeah braj wants to get back into europe so i guess that's fair yeah yeah that's fair enough but i'm i'm holding i'm gonna hold um i'm gonna hold cover and if say Castagna or Fofana or or Evans is starting the first one, then I think I'm just going to roll with it and, and hope for the hope for the best. And at least I get one from a, a decent asset, um, as opposed to just like punting on someone random. Um, but you know, I would be genuinely worried for someone like a a Madison um, who started over the weekend and has been starting consistently um it might be just a bridge too far to have him um go like four games in a row in like a week and a half so obviously he's going to start on thursday uh so i could see him potentially being benched um, that'd be a heartbreaker over the the weekend so yeah that would be rough but i don't know so if you have madison try to potentially bring in lookman try to bring in potentially there are a couple games that sunday so you just have have some sort of cover whether it's lester or um one of the other one of the other games hmm all right well let's let's quickly look okay so ff scout has justin fofana evans castagne yeah because they're lazy and that's like the their preferred 11 Uh, it doesn't take into (laughs) doesn't take into account the the midweek game or anything like that right um draft hound has justin soyanchu fofana castagne which is interesting weird <laughs> no evans at all um yeah so he was listed for yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't know ff pundit has thomas evans soyanchu justin <laughs> so, <laughs> no, take nothing, your pick nothing we've got nothing yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be one of those one of those things yeah but yeah thankfully like i said there's there are a few matches um that same time on on sunday so as long as you got one of them um you're good but i wouldn't i wouldn't put uh all your hopes on on uh one of those assets going i'd have some cover yeah all right um are there other teams that you are targeting um yeah i mean i've talked a bit about (laughs) 
Arsenal, of course. Um, I I would like that that uh, West Ham matchup against Burnley, um, but they have a really important Europa League game midweek as well. Plus, they've had a leaky defense, and um, they've had some injuries to, to Zuma and others. So I would probably stay away from them if I could. I think there's going to be some rotation, and I think Burnley might actually uh, have a favorable matchup against against them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in general, the, the decent assets from, from some of the DGWers. Um, a few single-game weakers that I, I like, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much the guys that you've, you've been rolling with. I mean, already, like I'm going to keep banging on about the fact that I don't think that, um, double game week guys who, you know, are not already rostered are probably not necessarily going to end up being worth it unless the team has two great fixtures, which I don't know that there are many of those this week aside from maybe Lester. And we just talked about that. Yeah, that's the thing. Lester on paper has the best one, right. but you probably can't take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I like, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but I like the nailed-on CDMs um, that have double game weeks, regardless of the of the, the matchups. Um, Sam B. Laconga types, but there aren't that many um, available from the the other DGW um, right. teams this week, so it's it makes it tricky. Yeah. All right. Um, well, what about teams that you're specifically avoiding? Teams that might be traps. Uh, Brighton for sure. Yeah. Um, you have the combination of uh, rotation um, as well as two really tough matchups. Um, Tottenham and City. Oh, both at- away. At top, yeah, yeah. God, both both away. Um, so yeah, I think they're they're certainly traps. Yeah, you can pay me to pick up like a Cucurella or a, or, oh. a or anybody anybody like that. Um, so definitely, yeah, I'm staying away from them. Um, yeah, that's the big one. I think I think there's a lot of traps on Newcastle as well. Um, I'm not. I don't like any of their defenders outside of maybe Dan Byrne. Um, right. So I'd probably stay. Yeah, I, th- I think I would too. I don't love. I mean, even even Dan Burns, it's it's sort of like a hold your nose and and just pray at this point. I mean, like he he's proven that he's a good asset. Don't get me wrong, but this with the double game week, you know, it's just it's always kind of a crapshoot for them. You know, they've got Leicester and Crystal Palace, both teams who've been in form recently. So it's that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, teams you're avoiding. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Okay. Obviously, the ones that don't play, don't start any of them. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Burnley, uh, Burnley, I'm I'm probably shying away from defensive assets. I don't know. They have West yeah. Ham away and Southampton at home. Those aren't bad matchups, yeah. especially, like I said, with... Uh, a weary and injury-riddled West Ham coming off of that Thursday game in Lyon. Um, so I actually don't mind Burnley this week. Um, yeah. But yeah, they've and they've pretty much underwhelmed in a lot of DGWs. But I think this one might be better. Yeah, that's. But then fair. again, I I went somewhat all in on a clean sheet against Norwich, and 
didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, there you go. Cool. Um, all right. Let's see. Let's talk about um, one week players that you are eyeing up. So, so guys who just going to be a single play and you might be just done with them, drop them immediately after that. Um, you have no long-term aspirations for these players at all. Just hoping, boom, slot them in this week, get rid of them. Uh, I think some of the rotation pieces from um, from Liverpool and, and City um, fall into that category. Uh, the Akes, the Zinchenkos, especially with um, Kyle Walker, looked like he picked up a knock today against Atletico. Um, so Zinni might get a run out. Um, Ake has surprisingly scored pretty well, so he might be rotated in. Um, I mentioned staying away from from West Ham, but I would be very tempted if Zuma um, was able to somehow come back from his injury um, in his Super Bowl versus Burnley with uh, Ariel's up for grabs. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, it's a later game, and it doesn't look like he's going to be able to come back from that ankle injury. So um, that idea is kind of gone out the window um and then i would assume that um given the fa cup game this weekend and a short week um that maybe a samikas or a gomez or a konate gets a gets a start um midweek in the prem but they also i think all of them started today in the champions league so maybe um, it seems like Klopp is, is preparing um, for a, a back-to-back um, FA Cup and um, Premier League starts for his for his stud, so that might not be um, on the cards, and it's a long time to wait for it, but it's something I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, they definitely they rotated the entire back four today, um, which was wild and scared a lot of people. And, I mean, granted, they did end up uh, basically drawing as a result but uh got away with it so yeah i mean it seems like he's klopp is uh making the play to to try to keep as many of his starters rested for the premier league and for um cup run-ins because i think he wants to i I mean i I really think he's trying to take take the the quadruple but we'll see it's a tall order yeah yeah it really is it's a it's a, a big thread to um to try and pull off um, I will add a couple different players. Uh, first would be Mitchell and Anderson um, from Palace. Mm-hmm. I think they they definitely need to be rostered at this point. They're available in both of my leagues, and these are incredibly active leagues. Um, but I think they've proven that they deserve at this point to be rostered. They score well, whether or not it's ghost points. I mean, they're, they're not going to blank you. They might get you four or five. Um, but... Uh, with a clean sheet, they could get you 20 pretty easily. And they have Newcastle, Leeds, Southampton, Watford, a double with Villa and Everton, and then Manchester United to end the season. So it's tasty. It's tasty as can be. Yeah, good time to good time to get them in. Yeah, and I think they're widely available still. Let's see. Um, Mitchell, 41%. Anderson, 33% rostered. So... Not bad. Yeah, neither are in are available in my league, but that's <laughs> surprised. Yeah, um, <laughs> doesn't that doesn't Mitchell have a a red flag on him? Does he? What is it? 
yes, he does. He does. Subs out of Sunday's defeat against Leicester in the 34th minute after suffering an injury. He made a clearance and interception, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, details about Mitchell's injury will likely emerge after Sunday's game, but Joel Ward has replaced him. Um, I haven't heard anything, but this would be maybe a good time to double check that if we can. Yeah. Um, but, let's see. But yeah, him and Anderson definitely good shots. Right, for sure. Uh, and I think, I mean, regardless of what it is, I, I, I didn't think that it was um, that it was serious. So hopefully, even if he doesn't miss one, you could bring him in after that for the uh, amazing upcoming fixtures. Worrying yep. Tyrick Mitchell update emerges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll we'll update that. Um, and obviously, throughout the next couple of days, you know, that'll be that'll be something we can look at. All right. Uh, any other, let's see, any other one week plays? Um, we mentioned mainly defenders, you know, are there any, any midfielders? Uh, obviously if, if you have anyone from United, like a Fred or, uh, somebody like that, who, who could potentially, you know, net against Norwich, that that's somebody to bring in potentially if you're really struggling. Um, yeah, if you knew that, um, that McTominay was going to come back from injury and start both, he would be a, he'd be a good shot, but I think he's going to be a, a question mark. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, I mean, look at the, look at the waiver article. Cause there's already, you know, there's always ever presence out there like, uh, Jeff Schlupp, who you could always bring in to, to, <laughs> to batten down the hatches if you need to. So yeah, he'll do a job for you. Um, I'll throw out there too. You know, Brentford have looked very good recently, and they're taking on Watford. There are a number of Brentford players that I would happily bring in. At the forefront of that would be Brian Mbomo because he is balling. Yeah, he's on. He's on fire. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I feel bad. I've advised a friend to um to bench him against uh, Chelsea, and yeah, twenty twenty plus points later. Right, lost <laughs> lost in this matchup, but such is life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, I he's, guess... now he's kind of set and forget. Right, for sure. And he is up to 73 percent. So, um, I, I guess I sort yeah, of you'd take have to that trade back. Him in. Yeah, but even somebody like Rico Henry, um, or like a Norgard, um, Jansen should be back. He was he was just sick, uh, so he'll be back. Yeah, there's there's plenty of uh, of those players there on Brentford that you could potentially slot in. So, so there you go. Lots, lots to think about. All right. Let's talk about some trap players. So who are some players that might be tempting to potentially start, uh, but you're just have a gut feeling that they're going to let people down. Yeah. I alluded to it earlier, but uh, Brighton defenders, bad matchups. Ooh. They're still in bad form. Just yeah. Stay away. Even though they have the double game week, it's a mirage. Um, I don't like Fabian Schar um, in the double game week. Only got 10 points with a clean sheet against Wolves. Um, I think there's a, a decent chance they don't have a clean in either, and so he might get you eight. Um, and there's the other options that'll get you more than that. So I've, I'm not too high on, on someone like him. Um, similar type of thing with someone like Jay Rodriguez. He's a always a, a lottery ticket yes um, but yeah i just don't uh i just don't think he's he's worth uh, the headache i mean he could pop up and get you a goal but so could i you know and well <laughs> he has been ghosting though surprisingly 
Um, cause I, man, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've moused over him in the last, you know, what, three days or whatever. Um, just <laughs> looking at all these doubles and, uh, and, and it's, te- it really is tempting. Um, I know, uh, but I was burned last time I, right? I rolled the dice on him in the previous double game week. He got me like a point and a half, I think. Yeah. I take it back. He really hasn't been ghosting. Never mind. Um, he, he did against Norwich. Um, but then against <laughs> Again, Everton, he got, I could do. yeah, against Everton, he got 17 and a half with a goal. Um, and then more than I would think from him, I would right? Think more like 12 and a half, 13, but still, yeah, he had, let's see, uh, 1.5 and 87 minutes against Crystal Palace, um, eight and a half in 90 against Tottenham. So, you know, not terrible. Six if against you, Liverpool in 61 minutes. If you need to take a flyer. And you need to catch up, say, on Sunday. Exactly. Not a terrible punt. And he's not going to lose you points for goals conceded. Yeah. So that's always... <laughs> it's always a plus. <laughs> yeah. Literally. It's always something you like. Yeah. Um, okay, any other trap guys for you? No, those are the big ones that I've um, that I found as I'm, as I'm searching. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Talk to me about this match. What like, I, I I think people might be tempted to play certain assets, especially because Chelsea may rotate. There might be some streamers there, like a Loftus Cheek. There might be those type of players. Arsenal, you're going to see guys like uh, Lokonga. You're going to see people potentially even picking up Xhaka for a double. Um, I think there there's a lot of potential traps there. Yeah, um, it's a tricky one to wait on Chelsea assets because. Obviously, it's a later game um, on Wednesday, so you'd have to have some some cover to to really be comfortable um, going into that one. So, for example, um, I have Marcus Alonso, and I wouldn't be wouldn't be opposed um, to fielding him in that one. But I also don't want to get um, get jammed up yeah. without having cover. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna have some uh, some cover for him on that one. Um, I think there, but I think there's a couple um, Wednesday Wednesday matchups. I want to say um, City and uh, City and Brighton are go on Wednesday. Um, Leicester Everton. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna hold um, Alonzo and then just have like Gordon uh, waiting in the wings. If oh he yeah, doesn't go so. perfect. So yeah, something, some arrangement like that. But um, yeah, I wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket. The um, yeah, the Arsenal's going to be interesting. Um, have a favorable matchup on paper, especially after what Southampton did or didn't do over the weekend. <laughs> um, and they've they've lost. I think that I've read that I think they've lost their last three or four games at home. But you could say all of that and more about Brighton. Um, and they they did Arsenal over the weekend, so. right? Right. Who who really knows? But the fact that it's a double um, gives you two two bites at the apple. So obviously, I like a lot of uh, Arsenal assets this week. Yeah, and you'll know a lot about them, you know, come Saturday. And I think you. That's one of those situations where you see them starting against Southampton, and you just go with it, right? I mean, aside from like guys like Jaka that I've already mentioned, but like, yeah, you just, you see somebody starting and even if you're afraid they're going to get rotated, maybe next match, then you just, you just go for it. Cause 
Yeah, because at least you'll get this start in a favorable matchup, um, at least on paper, and then probably um, some bench time, at least against against Chelsea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm kind of teased it earlier, but I, I think there might be a, a shakeup um, in the front line because something something's got to give. Just not scoring goals and lock has gone cold, so you might see a an Inketia. Um I still don't think there's going to be a Pepe sighting, but if if there is, then. <laughs> um, obviously take advantage but I think there's going to be a, a shake up um, up top um, so yeah keep keep an eye out for that matchup the what's really um, intriguing is is Southampton because they obviously have a have a double but do you really trust someone like a, I don't know um, a, a Saint Nate Nathan mm. Redmond that might get one start versus Arsenal and get subbed off in the 60th and not start the second, um, or like a Nathan Tella or or somebody in that mold. I just yeah, I just don't think I I trust any of their any of their streamers despite the doubles. What about like Romeu? Man, I was all about him the last DGW because yeah, as I as I said, the the solid CDMs that'll get you seven and a half. Yeah. Um, times two are, are great but he hasn't even been getting you that his, right his numbers have been appalling um plus he went out early in the last game in like the 35th minute oh true um so yeah his his last few games five and a half six two and a half seven and a half and then the, yeah the negative 1.5 before he was subbed off um so normally i'd be all about it but this week i i think he might be a trap mm. okay yeah, you can't. I mean, you just don't love Arsenal and then a Burnley side that is fighting for their lives. And it just, you just can't take a team for granted like that. Um, mm. and, the, and like you mentioned, the form they've been in. I'm, I'm nervous about Southampton assets. Yeah, but I'm playing against um, a mini Southampton stack. Wow. Somehow. Who, that somebody um, has the cojones that I could only dream of. I mean, it's not, it's not cojones when you know you're going <laughs> up against me. So <laughs> last week it was hubris and this week it's, it makes perfect sense. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can imagine my dismay <laughs> when my rival faced the same house Southampton stack this past weekend, which yielded out of Che Adams and Bednarik and uh, Kyle Walker Peters a grand total of like three and a half points. Um, I can't imagine what they're going to do to me over over two legs. So, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, what do you What do you think about our boy Salisu? I mean, you gotta you gotta back him and yeah, in a game he's been struggling though in a week like this. Yeah, certainly, but I mean, he's gonna he's gonna ghost against Burnley. Um, maybe they keep it low in, in both games um you got to trust the defender like that that can that can ghost um over two legs so yeah i mean you're not as hyped about it as you would be a few months ago but yeah you still gotta stick with your guy yeah good call all right so um are there other players you kind of mentioned a few but are there other players who were like really keeping an eye out for if they get the start you know you just automatically pick them up as fast as you can and slot them in yeah, those um, 
the Pepe's, of course. Um, and, and we're not uh, talking just streamers. These are like super streamers. Where like yeah. if you you just know that if you see them in the lineup, like you just have to you have to go for them. Just make room for them, whatever it takes. I think those um, Liverpool City assets I mentioned before also fall into that category. Um, Ake Sinchenko's, Mika's, Gomez, Conate. Um, yeah, I think those are those are worth. Samika's one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking too, uh, James Milner, although he played today, but just in case, normally he's, he's a huge, uh, he, he scores pretty big when he comes in, but I don't think he will cause he did play today. I haven't, um, how's he been scoring in his, he hasn't been playing his, at all. Yeah. I mean, his last start was against Chelsea in January. It's a four pointer. Jeez. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, historically he does pretty well. Yeah, it's wild. He, I mean, he really hasn't. Um, Klopp used to lean on him a lot more, but he he hasn't been recently. Yeah, it's interesting. Um. Anyway, so he has a, a lot of depth. Right. For the first time in a long time. Right, exactly. Man United play Norwich. And then Liverpool. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I mean, yeah. So. But you want I mean, them. You want them to. If you have their defenders, you want them to start the first one and be benched in the second. Exactly. Yeah. But if you see somebody like, let's just throw Lingard's name out there. I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> but if you do, against Norwich, yes, absolutely. But these are the type of players, you know. I mean, just yeah. be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Um, the last thing I, we haven't talked about this at all because it's not super relevant, but just in case people are looking for forwards, what the hell is going on with the Watford forward situation? <laughs> yeah. Your guess is as good as mine, man. I have no clue what the Cucho, Sar, um, Jal Pedro, uh, Josh King, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis rotation is, is, is all about it's yeah dennis has been benched which is wild yeah i his rest of season prospects looked very bright at the beginning of the year and now they've yeah they've taken a turn for the worse yeah and i th- i mean i thought it was going to take a minor miracle to uh to displace josh king off that team but he's also been benched yeah and they still haven't won so like no is he going to experiment again? I've, I, yeah. I mean, granted, he was miserable. Like, he really was bad um, yeah. for a long run. Although I will say I am playing against Josh King this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he starts, but that's just time me. For a, time for a renaissance. FF Scout has Sar, Dennis, Pedro. Interesting. Cucho did go off with an injury, so keep that in mind. Oh, uh, Okay. But he, I mean, I had him streamed last week and he had three and a, he had three and a half or something in like 30 minutes, maybe less. So I, I really do like him when he plays, but, um, but yeah, yeah, he's got that, he's got that explosive potential. He's such an enigma. Really? They all are this year. Exactly. Yeah. With the exception of what, like four or five weeks that <laughs> just were, seemed to be an anomaly at this point, but they, they were doing really well and then suddenly it just, everything fell off. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Ryan, anything else? Game week 33, um, getting people ready. Anything else to think about for 33 or even like looking forward? Thoughts that you have just to prep yourself for the rest of the season? 
Yeah, I like um, using this game week if, and these are big ifs at this point, um, if you have the room or you are confident that you're um, you're not going to need any cover and you're, you're going to take care of your uh, opponent this week to start to um, sneakily get in some, some assets that, that blank this week um, but will be decent uh, rest of the season. Um, I'm not just saying this because I have uh, a healthy bias, but I really like um, buying low on, on Wolves um, assets after this after this blank they have a really good um schedule for for defenders um so your marshals that'll be on the wire um maybe folks have been frustrated with i eat nori um i personally drop ice uh, if he gets back into the squad um for that schedule he's going to be doing pretty well um and then yeah i think potence and netto um after the the trio that uh that started over oh. um last weekend against newcastle which is just appalling i think their their days are are numbered the huangs the trincals um fabio silva i think it's going to be netto and potence that'll that'll be leading the line um in those in those fixtures so i like i like getting them in um this yeah week they are you can yeah, they are Burnley, Brighton, Chelsea, and Norwich. Double. I think that Chelsea Norwich might be a double, which I like. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Norwich is scheduled. For, Norwich is scheduled for thirty-seven. Um, I don't one have the, thirty-six or thirty-seven is a double. I can't remember which one. I don't think they've confirmed. They've, I think it's yeah, because I think it's dependent on uh, whether Chelsea wins the FA Cup semi, maybe. Hmm. Um. Yeah, one of those is a double. I was not looking at um, Ben Crellens. Give me one second, because I I was looking at a different site. Okay, here we go. Um, Wolves, oh, 36 is a double that looks like it will be Chelsea Man City. Or, oh, yeah, or 37. Or, or 37 is a double Norwich Man City. So that's, okay. the, that's the game that has to be rescheduled as Man City, which is not awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. But I still like um, Neto or Potence in that game. But yeah, the defenders, the defenders, I wouldn't mind. Um, yeah, taking the taking the hit against City, they'll be active and they they don't usually concede more than one or two. So oh, I'd I play them against mind. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. If it is Burnley, Brighton, Chelsea, then Norwich, happily. Yeah, yeah, even just for no. the next two. To yeah, be totally sure. honest, yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, I like it. Uh, let's see. Any other thoughts? I'm just looking at um, the rest of season list. Um, Leeds obviously is in a pretty tough spot. So if you are holding on to Leeds assets, might be time to try to shop them. Your Rafinha's. Um, we talked about Cooper, which I mean, you're probably okay to go ahead and stream or just play him. But aside from that, I don't know that you really want to risk it. I mean, you're talking Crystal Palace. Manchester City, a double with Arsenal and Chelsea, Brighton, Brentford to end, which is great. But yeah, up till that point, it's pretty pretty brutal. Yeah, that's a that's a really rough schedule, my God. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, aside from that, I think that's about it. So okay, that's that's game week thirty three. Hopefully, we got you prepped. Hopefully, you're feeling ready. 
Um, let's let's end it up here, Ryan, talking about um, a tactic that you've employed this season that has worked, something that you are going to add to your repertoire or your bag of tricks going forward for the rest of your fantasy career, however long that may last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's looking like a short shelf life if this continues. <laughs> but um, what, what's a tactic or, or something, you know, like... It doesn't even necessarily have to be uh, a tactic, but it can just be something you've been experimenting with, um, a way of like uh, adding players or a, a timing of any a certain thing that you've been doing um, that has been different this year from previous years. Um, it's it's something really on the the micro level that um, yeah, it doesn't sound like a big thing, but um, over over time it does help uh, provide an advantage. Um, if I have uh, decent asset um but for whatever reason whether i just want to be more flexible or i just think that um he's not gonna not gonna start the next week or that his value is gonna take a dip um but that he's technically he's on the verge of of not being um droppable then i'll try and ship him out early uh week um for just like a couple bucks of, of fab so it gives me a little money in my pocket um, for somebody that I was going to drop anyways. Um, and that fab over time um, really helped. So, for example, last week, um, Trincao was kind of nailed on because of the Raul suspension. And he had uh, he had a couple games where he did pretty well. But I figured he'd, uh, he'd have a poor game or wouldn't start against um, Newcastle. Uh, plus, I wanted to, to add the room and get a little bit of fab. Um, for the home stretch in which not many people have fab left and it helped me get some of these um, streamers rest of season. So yeah. sold them for, for two bucks to the person who rosters Raul Jimenez. So just little stuff like that that um, yeah, over time can, can, can make a difference. So I've started to, to do that um, a bit more. Folks usually don't um, care too much about spending um a couple bucks and so if you make a decent case you can you can pull it off as opposed to just um dropping them for nothing so um yeah i get i get a couple bucks and i get the roster spot that i wanted anyway right and i mean i mean most leagues you're looking at now uh you'll have like one or two managers who maybe have eight or ten fab but for the most part you know most people are, are out or they've got like one to five somewhere in there so if you yep. throw down two bucks on a player you're getting him. I mean, almost like unless unless there's like some weird uh, like run on a certain player or some some strange thing happens where like a player goes down and his his injury replacement is very obvious or something like that. But exactly. I mean, yeah, two bucks, you're going to get a guy. Yep. And I targeted the guy that just happened to have Rowan and had the most fabs where he was fine parting with a couple bucks for cover for him. So, yeah, yeah, just that type of analysis and um yeah midweek moves nice i like it one of the things um i've been thinking about i guess kind of uh more towards the end of this season as things have started to shake out uh is as far as like the waiver wire is concerned kind of trusting more of the proven uh talent that's out there some of the more proven guys that you see on the wire like um, especially guys who have been dealing with not major injuries, but sort of minor ones. One that comes to mind for me is, is N'Golo Conte, um, where you just, you know, the potential of a player and it's not like he's old. It's not like he's suddenly like, um, you know, just 
he's lost all of his all of his talent. Um, you know it's there, and he's been struggling with like niggling injuries here and there, and eventually he's finally healthy again, and it's just a matter of time. And look what he's done uh, in the last five weeks: twelve, ten, eight, fifteen, fourteen. Uh, just dependable as can be. And there's been a lot of these players that I've seen on the waiver wire where um, you know they've been dropped, they've had injuries, but you know what they're capable of, and they're just sitting there. And so if you have an extra spot, I think that's one of those spots where it's like it's decent to to gamble on them regaining the form that you know that they're capable of, as opposed to oh I don't know um, gambling on a player like a Watford forward, for example. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody somebody like that kicking them while they're down right right so that brings up a um something i, I know that you uh, had talked about earlier in the season that you wanted to do more of this season um curious um just catching up on your um what you uh were going to give up for lint type mm. of thing um you said you were going to be a little bit more trustworthy i mm. think of players and hold them a bit longer than 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 dropping them uh early on was that was that the case uh i mean i've stuck by rafinha the whole season and he's he's you could say he's rewarded me right it's more or less yeah um madison anybody else you've been tempted madison so i dropped madison in my 10 team league um back during his like abysmal run of form i just straight dropped him uh but in in the 12 teamer kept him all season that's been rewarded uh Zaha is another one. I've had him all season. And these are all guys, you know, at tr- certain times I've been tempted. But I think I have I have been a little bit more a little bit more trustworthy, a little bit more patient. But then there's always there's always the foil to that would be somebody like Suchek, who's just having a terrible year. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> he should have shipped months ago. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I've I've been loyal to the man, but he's not been loyal to me. Yeah, unrequited love. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's always those players, and it's it can be a crapshoot. So yeah, some players you need to show a little bit more uh, tough love, and some you just need to kick out of the house. So speaking of, let's end it on this. Um, <laughs> let let's convene over uh, our son Joe Linton, and what is happening there? Because he's got a double. Yeah, I'm shipping him. I'm dropping him after this. You are okay. Unless he goes back to being the man that i married (laughs) right exactly um yeah he's been he's been brutal recently he's been really struggling yeah i can't uh can't put my finger on it i did i try not to watch too much newcastle but i I did watch that uh newcastle wolves game and yeah he just looks um just not as involved as he previously was um yeah, I can't put my finger on it. But yeah, this is a uh, last straw territory mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it's been rough. God, ASM too, my god. Yeah, agreed. Completely. Ah, uh, what are you going to do? What are you yeah. going to do? All right, final thoughts for the listeners, my friend. Um, keep your head up. Um, season's almost over. Um, <laughs> Is that for the listeners or for you? It'll all, talking to myself. It'll all be over soon. Just yes, indeed. Grin it and bear it. <laughs> yeah, and, and if so. you if you need a distraction, just come hang out with us in Portugal. Yeah, get some draft of Palooza in your Why life. Why not? 
right? Absolutely. Yeah, can't wait. Nice. Same, man. Same. All right. Well, Toddy, if you're listening, we missed you. Um, listeners, if you're still listening, you know we love you. I say it all the time. Go ahead and if you need any assistance, if you need any advice as this um, as this week wears on until we get closer to the actual kickoffs, uh, go ahead and start a conversation on Twitter. Tag us on there. We will retweet it. Get some of these amazing minds from this community to weigh in on uh, your your needs and your questions. And of course, we're happy to do that. So just tag us. Um, we'll we'll do the best we can to get it out to the community. Otherwise, this has been the Key Pass Collective. Thank you again for listening. You all know you're the best. Um, let us know if there's anything you want to hear from us over the, the coming weeks um, before the season is over. Any thoughts, segments, uh, anything like that that you want to hear from? Let us know, please. We do appreciate you listening always, and uh, you're the best. KPC, out. Cheers. Cheers.